Man, that tambourine at the end of that goes on for a long it's time. It's a long tambo. <laughs> it really is. Damn it, Dodzy. Yeah, it's a, but it's good, though. It's nice. That works. It, it fades off into the distance. It should, fuck it. He should have went even longer. You could probably make that happen. You can't make a tambo noise with your mouth, can you? No. Not unless you have a lot of piercings. Does that like sound like tambo? It's almost like a maraca. Yeah. No. Yeah. But most instruments you can kind of mimic. Most of them. Did we find the one instrument you can't mimic right now? I'm sure there are more. That could be a sociological breakthrough. What Name another instrument. I'll mimic for you. Just fire something out. Uh, uh, okay, give me a violin. Because I couldn't think of the name of the one I wanted. I, I don't think that's violin. Cello? <laughs> At best of you. <laughs> I like the idea that all of the of my string instruments sound the same. Me. <laughs> Give me a cello, Jamin. Me. 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 Bass. So that's pretty, pretty piss poor bass. Yeah, it really is. How you doing, Dan? I'm all right, man. It's been you? about a thousand years since we did Fresh Talk. It's been about three weeks. Yeah. That's yeah. not that bad, really. No, no. It just feels like a long time. A lot's you, happened between now and then. Oh, my God. I think I told you a lot, but for something happened in my life, which is really strange, which is, you know how sometimes nothing's going on. It's just kind of business as usual, whatever yeah. your life may be. And then every once in a while, everything happens at once. Yep. That was my October. <laughs> from, from my birthday on September 25th up until this Monday, like... Literally like yesterday. Yeah, like yeah, yesterday. It's just been nuts. Like yesterday and today are the first two days where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of like doing my normal thing, if you will. It's God, it's been crazy busy, and obviously, the show was in the midst of all that, yep. which was crazy busy. Was and busy. I'm sure that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I mean, that's we we kind of have to, right? That's the last big thing that's happened. Absolutely, everybody knows about. Anyway. But right now, as we're recording this, we would be we would be remiss to not inform the viewer we and would listener. Be. If they don't already know. The midterm elections are happening right now. In America. Yeah, they're pouring in. The results are happening right now. A little too soon, I think, to get any realistic projections of what has happened. Some people have won, but it's not out of control yet, right? I don't think so. In terms, um, in terms of the winners, we pol- don't know. Polling places are closed, but they still got to count all the votes and stuff. Like, uh-huh. it's, we're not going to know anything really until tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, or later tonight. Like, yeah, late tonight if you're up late enough. Yeah, for the California late. stuff. I mean, it'll happen late. So there was talk that you and I were going to do an emergency live midterm podcast, but there's two problems with that. Problem number one is you don't air this until at sometimes several days after the point of recording. Yeah. So outside of the few people that may be watching live on Facebook or YouTube, whatever it may be, right? What do you so call it's it? Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Outside Outside of those few people, it kind of would sort of be a mute point if we were giving election results a week, a week after later. they occurred. Yeah. Everybody would know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and secondly, you and I talked about this briefly in a text message. We're not super well versed on the midterms. I mean, yeah, we. I'm sure you know a little bit and I yeah. know a little bit, but I'm not a junkie for it. I don't follow state by state races. I know a couple of the big state, ones. You mean Steve King, the Iowa racist, the state, state by state racists? Is that the racist? Yeah. I saw some footage oh, on John Oliver. Creepy, oh, dude. Yeah, John Oliver eviscerated him on Sunday. It was fantastic. I've said it before on this podcast. I'm sure I sound like a broken record. John Oliver is literally <laughs> doing some of the best work on TV, period. Completely agree. I don't care if it's drama he's or politics. He's hilarious. The information is revealing and often groundbreaking stories that you haven't heard of that mm-hmm. he brings light on. His take on them is phenomenal. Like, I am completely aligned with him. He Absolutely. He, I watch that episode. I and look I'm like, for it every week. There's not a single thing that he says where I'm like, well, I don't totally get with you. Oh, it's so good. So good. And very powerful piece on last week's episode oh, God, about the child huge. separate. Yeah. That's fucked up. It was very poignant and powerful. I was like, Did that get a lot of attention online? Did you see anything about it? I I saw some articles about it, but I don't follow like mainstream news. I thought that should have gotten a hell of a lot of it. I mean, it was intense. It was very intense and very well done Mm -hmm. and funny. And what was nice about it, and nice isn't the right word, but what I liked was everybody's quiet after it. Yeah. And usually, you know, he's got some snide remark. It was funny. It was heavy. It was heavy, man. It messed with me. It really did. It was really, really sad to see that. But if you hadn't seen it for the viewer, um, I'm not encouraging you to go watch it. It's definitely online. You can see, you know. Yeah, they, you, they post um, the main segment on YouTube every week. They do. Um, it basically showed uh, one of these kids that was in a detention center and his relationship with his mom now. A brief uh, portion it was of it. 20 seconds. 
but he was literally like crying to go back to the jail. You're not my mom. Yeah. I'm be, not your son anymore. Be, Take me back to jail. His, He's four. His brain was just so fucked from that experience. Two months that they were separated. And, and he, what John Oliver said, which I really liked, he said, we did this. Like we, yeah. like, you know, our country and our policies and our government did this to that kid who will be damaged forever. And it was, oh, it was heavy, man. It was brutal. Um, uh, but with that said, uh, talk really quickly about the midterms, Dan. Um, is there, it's the biggest midterms, arguably, we've ever had in the United States. I would agree with that. Um, it's certainly in our lifetimes. I don't. You know, who knows how midterms were in the early 1900s or 1800s. This, though, is crazy. I read a statistic today that there was something like 34 percent of early voters Mm -hmm. had already voted, Mm -hmm. like which is an unprecedented number. Like, I think the polls are going to be really, really good this year as far as turnout goes. It will probably be the biggest midterm turnout ever, because I think if you are not in the United States, a lot of people that listen to this are from the United Kingdom. Thank you very much. Hope you're all are well. What's up, Kayla? Right now. Um, With that said. No one gives a shit about the midterms over here. It's kind of like this sneaky little. Not generally, no. Yeah, it's a sneaky little middle of a president's term every, I guess. Every two years. Two years. I guess every four, but on this. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Where a lot of lifetime politicians, a lot of uh, basically they just get the. It sounds terrible to say the old people, but the old people who consistently always vote, they care about the midterms. And our generation really really kind of skipped it like ah we don't give a shit we'll vote like when the president comes around and a lot of these uh really sleazy politicians have even figured out to make sure that their terms come up during the midterm and not the general election because you have a better chance of people just not caring and not voting and basically eh, that guy didn't do shit but whatever i'm not gonna vote so a lot of incumbents try to always make sure that they're they're on the midterm years yeah it's bizarre man it's just disgusting but it's big and it's big because of trump he is such a divisive force right now that there is this they call it the blue wave but there is this massive effort to basically i think it's kind of like i don't want to say keeping in check but it's to show the republican party that if this is your guy and this is your leader well, it's it's also because the, the Republican Party has all three branches of the legislative branch of government. They have the, the president, they have the Senate, and they have the House. Not to mention, they just got a Supreme Court seat. This is his second pick. Oh, yeah. So we're kind of as as not Republicans um, in a bind <laughs> right now. Full control. I mean, they, yeah. they can run the board, and that means if they have something, they can get it passed through. Unfortunately, moderates have kind of moderate Republicans have stepped up, like John McCain, and put slowed things and down a little bit. He died on us. He, he, well, just when we needed him. Just when he stepped up. Well, he did. He did a great thing at the end there for healthcare. Anyway, that's uh, true. Um, but he died. And he died. Healthcare too. That's sad. Uh, but so it's a big deal, and a lot of people are just yes. voting in response to Trump, even though Trump is not in the crosshair. They're voting. They're voting to to hinder his power. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's how I voted. I don't know what you did, but I was just basically. I voted for Trump (laughs) in this election. I wrote him in city council. (laughs) Um, uh, So, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the next couple hours. Because the country's so divided, as everybody knows and everybody talks about, um, a lot of people are just stuck in the mud with their views, whatever their views may be, whether you're Democrat or Republican, just stuck in the mud. I've often said I think the two-party system is the death of our country, and I think it's the worst thing that ever happened. It's, I, it's long been the bane of our political existence. 100%. Was. I don't know how we fix it, because nobody will fix it. You send that a lot more eloquently than me, than me but yes, I completely <laughs> agree with you. Um, it's terrible. It's wrong. And I'm not a guy that votes one way or another. You know, I just try and pick the guy who I dig what they do and what they say, and I think that maybe they give a little bit of a shit, and that's kind of who I vote for, and I could care less based Which on party. why I voted for Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, fair. <laughs> but this time... I basically said, you know what? Like, fuck it. If you if you are under the banner of that man and you haven't either stood up right. to him or spoken against some of his policies and how he handles himself just as a person, you're complicit. You're complicit. Hundred percent. God damn, you're you're on tonight, Dan. I don't know what you're <laughs> drinking over there, but uh, it's you know, tasty beer. Okay. <laughs> I like the idea by the end of the podcast. I'm like, oh, there's some drama. These motherfuckers. All right, he's incapacitated. Yeah. Um, so that's how I voted, and that because to me it was like for whatever my little vote is, it was like if you're gonna align yourself with that guy, and I did my research, I didn't just. I just didn't go based off You didn't party. just do the party line. Exactly. But I, unfortunately, it was party line, to be honest with you. But, but that, you, that wasn't your basis, right? Yeah. You did your research 
In addition to Hardy Lane. Yeah, it was. Because I didn't. Did you? I'm kidding. <laughs> did you back him or do you back some of the things he says or have you never spoken against it? Some of the fucked up shit that he says in these random rallies where it's like, yo, that feels racist or that feels sexist or that feels just stupid. Like mm-hmm. you don't want the president of the United States or most importantly, divisive. Like the the, 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 the us against them shit yeah. that is killing this country that's forcing people to take a fix. There's no side. We're all Americans. Yes, we're all people. We're all people, number one, most importantly. And then secondly, we're all Americans. Yet we have, you know, there are politicians, and Donald Trump is the king of it, who have convinced people there's one side and there's the other side. And one side is right and one side is wrong. And people like that, this this sports culture that we live in, you know, like as you know, it's so it's tribalism, it's tribalism, it's 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 rooting for an NFL team. You know, it's ridiculous. That's not how politics should be. Politics should be what's best for people and what's best for the direction of a country and a group of people living under uh, certain political, well, not political, like boundaries. And uh, he's not that. And this for a lot of people is a huge middle finger to you to say that we're going to do everything like you said to checkmate his ability to run the whole board or just an F you to him that other politicians are going to suffer. Maybe good Republicans, maybe good people who have good vision that perhaps they won't win literally because they're under the party of him. Yeah. And there there are Republican senators and congressmen that I hate that I now hate less because he's all other. They've either fallen under his ire or they've stood up to him like like Rand Paul. Not a fan of his. Not a fan of Rand Paul. He said some things, though, that I was like, fuck, yeah, Rand Paul. Way to stand up to that. I think everybody should stand up to him. It's not a political thing. I think he's his own entity. Piece of shit. Keep in mind. Yeah. Keep in mind. This guy was a Democrat forever. And he's a Republican because he saw that. A portion of the Republican he base saw a crack and the crack that he could fill. He exactly. saw it in. Yeah, he he realized with his celebrity and with his rhetoric and his vitriol and if all you're famous. They let you exactly. And he saw, man, if you just really kind of go anti-immigration, there's a segment of the United States that's all they want to hear, which is racism. And it's, he's always been racist. Yeah, he lost two lawsuits in his buildings about not being able to rent, or not wanting to rent to colored people. Yeah, lost. Yeah, I mean, so it's just that's where we're at. Father. That's where we're at, and we, we're not going to go political because, again, because by the time anybody <laughs> listens to this, they'll know flag politics. Yeah, yeah. but well, I'm not political. Yeah, but but they'll know um, whether the Democrats killed it, whether the Republicans killed it, or whether it was a wash and it's right down the middle, and you know they both fifty fifty. And every article I Give read, me your guess. Every article, well, every article I read. Up until today, because I didn't really spend a bunch of time reading today, was like, if you think you know what's going to happen today, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Because it's very much a wild card. Senate is a very, very, very uphill battle. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to do very well in the Senate. We might get a seat or two, Mm -hmm. but there's only 102 seats. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Congress, I think we stand a better chance. And let alone... House of Representatives, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's Congress. Yeah. Well, Senate and House of Representatives are Congress. Oh, I thought it was just Congress. That's both? Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, kind learn like, something new every day. like Great Britain, United Kingdom kind of thing. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense to anybody. I but. get one a podcast <laughs> there. <you know? laughs> well, there you go. We need a ding button. <laughs> ding. Ding. has me. May not be right fact, but we go too quick to check. We got a lot of those. We might not be right facts. Um, <laughs> just don't go with me if I fight you on pronunciation. Good chance that I'm just wrong. You know what I mean? So, well, you know, we we could go on about that, how I thought it was for all intensive purposes for a long time. <laughs> but I know I'm not alone in that. Uh, anyhow, yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle for, for the blue wave regardless. Yeah. I mean, California is not a good judge. This is the thing about living in California and being as liberal as I think we both are, is that we vote the way we want to. And it typically is the Democrat Party line. Like and California is a pretty liberal state. And I have a lot of friends and family that don't like that. Well, the, what's what kind of sucks about being here is it's going to sound weird. But again, if you don't live in America, this may make a little sense. You turn on the TV and they're talking about the governor battle in uh, Florida. And they're talking about the big Ted Cruz Beto showdown. And the I, governor uh, one in Georgia one. and all these all these big battlegrounds. And there's robocalls and people are getting emails and they're getting stuff in the mail. It's like, oh, my God, like this is illegal and all sorts. Of, and it's kind of exciting. And in California, 
nothing. We don't get to make a difference. Re- I mean, the, the difference is already made up for us because we're already sort of a Nobody majority. Nobody campaigns here. Even presidential elections, we get like one visit. And then if you live in Iowa, like, you know. Well, Bernie Sanders came to Oxnard. <laughs> actually, went to Ventura <laughs> College. Yeah, yeah. Went to Ventura College. Um, and Hillary Clinton came to uh, Oxnard. Oh, is actually, it where? Yeah, yeah. But um, with that said, we just don't get a lot of love. No. I mean. People just don't pay attention. We got weird ass ballot measures. Yeah, there's and but you live elsewhere in the country, like you live in Iowa, and the presidential election comes, and literally you Anywhere get to, in the Rust you Belt. get to meet Barack Obama and mm. Trump. You get to sit down, have a goddamn beer with them. You know what I mean? But they won't even come out here to do anything because, and all even on our ballot, there was nothing heavy at all. No, it was. This sounds stupid, but it was a boring ballot. There was no issue on there. I'm like, yes, the this only needs to happen. The only contentious I mean, issue that was on the ballot was taken off by the California Supreme Court because it was the was one that? that was supposed to split California into three states. Oh, and really? they were like, nah, it was Proposition nine or Measure mm-hmm. nine. Yeah, there was nothing. I mean, literally, Gone. our ballot was so boring that I couldn't even get through it in terms of like reading all the different because you start like I'm going to read about every prop here. Hmm. Hmm. I'm like Jesus Christ! This this one is just up at his three yeah. One's just like running in a circle. One was just like this will give this person this and this person this, but it'll take away this and this. And I read it, and I'm like, it's the same thing. Like I don't even understand what I'm voting for here. Well, I love know? like you know when it lists the supporters and the you know the supporters of the four and the oh. supporters of the against, and it's like four League of Women Voters, California Teachers Association, police, firefighters, and like the against is like this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be that guy one yeah. time, even if I don't agree with what it is, simply just to be quoted in one of those things. Chris J. And just, this is some bullshit. And just period. That's it. You, you know, know, there was kind of, I guess, we have this weird thing, which I don't understand in California, called the Board of Equalization. I have no idea what it does. It's something with taxes, something. And there's like four districts in California. Is that the one where we give Denzel Washington money to make more equalizer movies? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's already got that box checked. He's got my money. I love them <laughs> pictures. But one of the so we, there's four districts. And ours like was you know whatever. But I was reading. I didn't know which district ours was when I was first reading the voter pamphlet. And I was reading it. And it was like this one guy who happened to be a Republican was like, "We don't need the board with equalization anymore. So if you elect me, I'm going to cancel it." And I was like. That's all right. <laughs> I can get behind that. What I love on the ballots, I was actually telling this to my mom boxing class yesterday, and I got a good <laughs> laugh out of it. See if it works for the podcast. I like how these people that are running give you the occupation. And every election, Business there's owner. one occupation that's just ludicrous. You know, so it'll be, you know, politician, business owner, teacher, lawyer, judge. And there's always one that's just Wild, right? And there'll be one that just says like mime. You know what I mean? Like something that's like, what is that? I would vote for Billy the Mime. Exactly. And I always vote for those guys just simply because I think it's so awesome that they're running for politics. But I want to run, right? With no chance of winning anything. Maybe like, I don't know, run for mayor of venture or some shit like that, right? Get on the ballot and for my luck, incumbents have it. For my occupation, right? Come up with something that people can't put their finger on if it's like, is that really offensive? Or is that just a creative name? And this is what I came up with. Technologicalist. <laughs> yes, exactly. Chris J. Self-pleasurer. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Because Self-hedonist. Now, <laughs> that means he could be a man of action and adventure and he pleases himself in the world or he's a chronic masturbator, right? But you wouldn't be the person to say, does that say a chronic masturbator? You'd be like, you know, you know. You would. I would. <laughs> I'd be like, that says chronic masturbator. Because there's no money. <laughs> what about vote Chris J, a man who pleases himself? <laughs> and it's just, me just you in the mirror. Yeah. Just, I look good. Just like a cartoon of like me smoking like post <laughs> jack off. You know what I mean? Like, you got to vote for that guy. A towel over your crotch with some ice in it and a joint. <laughs> Chris J, I please myself and please you too. That's great. For me. I please myself and I intend to please you too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's midterm elections. It's a big deal. It's a big I haven't here. followed it that hard, but I'm excited to go home and watch the news tonight. It's the only time that's even fun to watch news because usually it's just a bunch of depressing shit or people just yelling at each other. So um, that's, that's going to be good. So it's the midterms. Uh, you and I are doing the podcast in the course of the midterms. Uh, and like you said, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, it's going to be a little while. I really, really, really do hope that Democrats pick up some seats, though, just to kind of make things a little more fair and balanced, no pun intended, because it's just overwhelming it seems like the republicans just can do whatever they want right now and mainly to me it's an it's a it's a f you to trump you know if that's your party and that's who you roll with and that's who represents you unless you speak against him like right. some do mm-hmm. 
I think those are the guys who have the biggest balls. Those Absolutely. are the people I trust the most. I want a Republican who thinks Trump is a piece of shit. I want a Republican who is actually a Republican and not whatever Trump thinks the GOP is anymore. Yeah. Because that's not. I think he did a hostile takeover. And then a lot of those poor spineless bastards who were just lifetime politicians. Get them out too. They were just like, oh, shit. Ted Cruz, um, you sick son of a bitch. That guy. And if you're not familiar with Ted Cruz. He's which, the Zodiac killer. Yeah, exactly. Which probably his dad. Donald Trump's. Donald Trump insulted his wife, Ted Cruz's wife, and insulted Ted Cruz's father. Mm. And Ted Cruz still, still supported him mm-hmm. when he became president of the United States. Man, fuck you. I mean, if like, what kind of spineless coward are you, Dan? Unless Trump called me personally and said, Chris, I know I insulted your wife. I know I insulted your father and said he killed JFK. But listen. I'm really sorry. I got out of control. I want to give you a humble apology. Come to my place, have dinner one night, and you'll see that I'm not a bad guy. I just get worked up. I may. Come have a taco bowl. I may. (laughs) I may forgive you for that. But my God, I mean, like, what kind of coward do you have to be to to literally, you know, in, in any way, shape, or form? You should be like, yo, fuck that guy. Fuck any. If you're my friend and you vote for him, fuck you. I don't care what party you are. That mm. man insulted my family, like my flesh and blood, who did nothing to him, nothing. And he came out and attacked them. Like, I mean, it, I would just be like, yo, it's my job to give you shit from now on until I get that apology that you owe me. Mm. And that's why I think he's just such a piece of shit. And if one thing happened in this election, if, if I wanted one thing in the midterms, I'd want him to lose basically because of that. I would love to see him lose. Well, also, Beto O'Rourke is a way better candidate than Ted Cruz. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. You know, he's a rocker. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah, that was so. that was an attack ad against him. Yeah, I, yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and that was it. Was and fuck Ted Cruz for saying that a musician can't be bright enough to be a politician. Ted Cruz is an idiot. Piece of shit he is. Yeah. Um, and you know he'll get a job if he if he loses. Guaranteed. It's a guaranteed. Door. He will be a Fox News contributor or correspondent. Guaranteed. If he were to lose, you know, Fox News is also the worst thing ever. How about that whole Sean Hannity shit? Did you catch Today? that? Yeah, with him showing up at the, at the rally. So the motherfucker literally, literally tweeted Sean Hannity. If you're not aware who he is because you don't live here, is literally one you're of the lucky. biggest pieces of shit on TV. Number one, if yes. I could, if I could do magic wand and get rid of one person, he would be first, and then the Kardashians would be collected as one, and they would be. Gone. Oh, really? It'd be Trump for me. Oh yeah, I, I wouldn't even think of that. I <laughs> was talking about somebody that has a show. Somebody that has a show. Oh. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, he goes on, and he is the most violently over the top Trump supporter on TV. Yet he calls himself a newsman, so he masquerades as the news, but he's literally just a Trump he's propaganda a show. He's he's a, no, that's I think a better description. Yeah, he's a, a Trump he, propagandist, he's a propaganda guy. You know, he's a lobbyist for Trump. Nationalist, um, and he has this huge fan base of of a disturbed people. I'm sorry, I don't care what political party you're from. If you look to him and you think he has any, any. Uh, I don't know. It's not reasoning, but if you think that Sean Hannity grounding in reality, there you go. Any type of grounding, he literally is so far on the party line. It's just horrifying. He's like the new Rush Limbaugh, only worse. Well, Rush was his idol. You know that, right? Yeah. That was like his protege. Yeah, but he's worse. So this this piece of shit who says, "Oh, I'm a newsman. I don't root for anybody. All I do is ever bullshit." You know, uh, Trump gets on Twitter and says, "I will be attending the rally tonight to cover it. I will not be speaking at the rally. Thank you very much for all the people that you know inquired if I'm going to be speaking at the Cape Girardeau, Missouri rally." And he fucking speaks at the rally. I don't speak at the rally until I do. He literally two hours later is up in front of 10,000 morons. God, he's the worst. Right? He's the fucking worst. And, and, and they're cheering him and they're pumping him up. I'm fucking watching this shit. I'm like, this is like some Nuremberg rally shit. Like I literally feel like, you know, like fucking like. You okay? Yeah. Sorry. Started the podcast over on my phone. Oh, okay, cool. That was weird. You like it looked like you took a call, but then you just held it at your crotch and tried to hide it from me. And I was like, I needed to fart. We, I needed to cool? fart into that call. It was a robocall. I, I had to fart. fart into it was, it was Hannity. I had to fart at him. <laughs> you panicked when you did it too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a serious fart. It's my thing, dog. Uh, but so you know that piece of shit goes up there, and I just—he's the worst. I I despise him, and and and, and I hate that people think he's actually. Uh, actually an, a legitimate newsman because damn what he is is he, he's an entertainer it's entertainment 
But that's all of Fox News. 100%. It's not my type of entertainment, but the people that watch Fox News, and I have somebody in my family that watches Fox News, and it's disturbing as fuck. Oh, news? The the catch is, just admit that it's not news. Don't give me this fake news CNN bullshit. No, 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 no. That's where the fair and balanced tagline came from, too, was from them. CNN's probably about as balanced as you're going to get in media right now, in all things considered. Hmm. They're, okay, balanced. Balanced. Okay. okay. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm not saying good. Yeah. I'm just saying balanced. But Fox News is literally, it's just a its just a channel, honestly, for the Trump agenda. Yeah. I mean, it's bizarre. I literally saw there was, well, you can do this any time of day if there's a big story. The way the headline reads on CNN and the way the headline reads on Fox News, it's almost like it's a different event. Yeah. It's oh, almost like a different event. And it's always event. been that way between those two. It's, it's even worse now. And I'm sure you know this because this is not anything new. What Fox News or Fox and Friends would air, Trump would later tweet about. So he'd be watching Fox News at night and put out these rancy tweets about whatever they said. Yeah. So to bring this back again, sort of semicircle, because we're not all the way done yet, to John Oliver, which you probably know this, he and his staff picked up on that, just like everybody else did, and took out a bunch of ads yeah. on Fox News. In in the D.C. area. In so, the D.C. Yeah. area, so that in the hopes that Trump would see, like, and they were just explaining things that the president should know, like, Rem- what is the nuclear triangle? Remarkable. I've seen this. So and it's genius. a cowboy. It's an it's old the cowboy. Ca- they call him the catheter cowboy. Oh, it's so good, dude. It's brilliant. Oh, man. So, uh... I, we said we weren't going to talk about it. How can we not? It's such a big thing right <laughs> now. Halfway done. It's such a big thing. It's I massive. mean, it, it's it's a real big deal. It's massive here, in this so. country, and I know we're the laughing stock of the world right now. So I, you're welcome. Yeah, it's 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 really disappointing, and we'll see if there's any change. I just don't think there'll be any change because even if the Democrats pick up some seats, I think it's going to check out. I think it'll. Do you know what I, I mean? It'll, it'll, just, it, it'll just you know, it'll just. I don't. I don't think. I feel bad for <laughs> not feel bad, but. I don't understand people that think that there'll be massive change if a bunch of Democrats get in. Because I remember when Obama won, and I wanted massive change. And frankly, just didn't get it. You know what I mean? No, Um, of course not. I mean, they're still presidents. Thought he was a fine president. This one is the worst I've ever seen. Uh, But yeah, they still have... um, the rest of government to deal with and live by and the rest mm. of politics like Obama killed a lot more people than I thought he should have mm. as far as his you know foreign policy and wars and strikes and all that stuff like we thought that was going to stop Obama it didn't he was said he was going to close Guantanamo he didn't yeah like he's not perfect but he was Hell a better no. president than anybody else I've seen in a while I mean sometimes it just boils down to character like does that just not mean anything anymore you know like even if you like agree with somebody's political agenda but you don't think he's a good person and you can't say that Trump is a good person. Not remotely. Because he's a liar. So if you value the truth, if you value the truth, he's a liar. He's not an exaggerator. He is a liar. Yep. And he's Straight a liar, liar for his own gain. Yep. He's a liar for his own gain. So you have to be okay with lying. Okay. If you're a religious person, you have to be okay with somebody who is not a religious man in any way, shape, or form. Yep. Not at all. So even if that's the most important thing to you, I get why you vote for a guy that goes to church every Sunday. But if you vote for a guy that doesn't, the evangelicals backed him, though. That's a big part of why he won. Super weird. Super weird. Evangelicals are weird. Sorry if you're watching. You're very weird. Here's another thing. Evangelicals value marriage to the the highest degree. You know, in some cases, not even believing in the concept of divorce. Almost Mm -hmm. like, we'll just make it work. Um, The man's been divorced twice. This is his third marriage, as far as I know. Third marriage. So 100% absolutely, completely proven that he has cheated on every wife he's had, including the one who is currently with him. It's not a question. That's, no. That's a definite 100%. Yeah. You don't settle those out of court if you're not guilty. Exactly. Also, one of the more recent ones was with... Not even a good-looking porn star, but a quote-unquote porn star yeah, while Stormy your Daniels. wife was pregnant. Yeah, with your kid. Uh-huh. And you had just married her. Like, that's pretty fucking fucked up, man. You know what he I mean? He has like, no moral scruples. Like, no. Absolutely. He treats women like shit. There's a real good chance he's a racist. It's like... No, no. There's not a real good chance. He is a racist. It has been proven. Mm. He supported, I don't have to get into this, but, you know, the, the white nationalist march that happened a year ago. Yeah. He wouldn't call that, that out. He backed the Proud Boys. Like, he, <laughs> the, the two uh, lawsuits that he lost, him and his dad, about not running to black people. Like, uh, he's, he's a fucking he part, racist. He pardoned that 
fucking racist. Fucking racist sheriff down in Texas. Yes, fucking pardon Joe Arpaio. I forgot about that. Oh, God. What and a slime ball. It, on top of it, he either has on, early onset, in my opinion, dementia. Uh, or perhaps uh, Alzheimer's. Like, he is so lucky. He, he literally can't, like, some of the statements that he makes, they just don't make sense. No. You know when you're talking to somebody that's not all together there? Like, it's literally like, it's like, if yo. You watch, if you watch any of his speeches, yeah. none of them make sense. And he's not educated in certain areas. Listen, a good guy clearly, I mean... Whatever, he's good businessman, bad businessman, neither here nor there, okay? He's not an idiot. It, you can't get and do what he's done being a stupid Without person. Without the $400 million loan from his dad when he was four years old. So, and he's based his whole life on a lie. And then the lie was, my dad gave me a million dollars. Small, very small loan. And I turned it into a billion. And they've recently found out not through true. all the paperwork, it, there was a... F- what was I don't remember the exact number, but it was closer to like forty million. It was a lot of money. And then there was a fund that was set up to keep getting it. Did you read that real in depth thing on? I think, the, it, was, I think it was the time. It was either the Times or the Washington Post had a really in depth article massive. about like, like, about like the like, tax evasion and I tax read fraud. Every word of that. Damn, I didn't even understand some of it, but I read every word, and it was like, oh my god! It was basically like this whole guy's life and family has been a lie, and his dad broke the law again and again and again and again with bizarre. Loopholes. Oh, you mean that the immigrant? Well, yeah. To 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 basically protect the family. It was almost a game to him. The article. I'm paraphrasing, but it's true. Basically, his dad got off on finding loopholes to funnel money to his kids yeah. that people couldn't taxes couldn't get a piece of blah blah blah. And they said. The statute of limitations on the majority of this is long since gone. Like, you, you can't get a guy who's dead and laws have changed. But he routinely did illegal practices that if anybody knew about. But that's the problem with the uber rich in this in the world, not just this country. Yeah, absolutely. The they world. have the money. Buy their way out. To buy their way out, find loopholes, hire lawyers that exist solely to find ways around of paying things. It's just... It's tough, man. You I know, mean, I, I can relate this in sort of a weird way to when I had jury duty the last time and I was on a trial. And it was a long trial, five days, long for me. And uh, it, was, it was criminal. We found the two defendants guilty. And it was kind of a struggle. And now you're in the witness protection program. Yes, that's why I live <laughs> out in the boonies. Yes. Um, as we were finishing, so we finished the trial. His all name is not jurors. Dan Clark. It's Samuel Samwise Gamgee. Samwise Gamgee, yes. <laughs> I have to live on the West now. I got to take the boat. Um, he stole farmer maggots crops and we have not seen it. <laughs> didn't happen in the books. Um, so we're leaving. All the jurors are leaving after we're done. And we we're all kind of like, well, that sucked. I mean, these guys are going to go away. And like the, one of the jurors looked kind of to everybody and was like, you know, you can kind of you get the defense that you can afford. Mm-hmm. These guys couldn't afford good defense. They were guilty as shit, but they got put in jail. Trump and all the rest of the uber rich. They can afford the best defense. Yep. And I know that was a long way to go to get to that end of that story. But, yeah, but and how many cases over time can we cite thousands. that? It's just thousands. it's just ridiculous. So everything is negative about this guy. I mean, what is his to you? Are there any redeeming qualities? Be, be honest. You know, take off the anti-Trump blinders for two seconds. Is there anything at all? It can be petty, Dan. But is there anything you're like, well, I kind of like that. No, um, no, it's all been it's all been poisoned. Like anything that could have possibly been like, well, he was in home alone. Like, okay, like he yeah. he he's a media mogul. Uh, I'm not sure I like that. Yeah, totally. I, I don't like him at all. Yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing that he. There's no redeeming qualities for me. Yeah, I of that guy. I didn't even like his. Um, I wasn't even a fan of his reality TV show. Because pres- there are no rules. Our president. Whose last job was a reality TV show? Yeah, I mean, it's just we've talked about it so much, but it's just the zenith of the reality celebrity, financially Uber, basically people. Oh god, people! Oh god, I mean Dan, people that were like totally poor voted for an incredibly rich person mm-hmm. who had never been poor one day in his life, nope. who had never done anything to help the poor or the working class. Forget the poor. The work He has never done anything to help the working class. Time after time again, he screwed the working Every, class. Well, and, and everybody that worked for him as well. And they his vo- university, his building companies, all of them. And they voted him in. Like, do we just not, do we not, are, are, is our memory just that short? I mean, like, all the people that he fucked over when he closed all those casinos in Atlantic City, how come the rest of the country doesn't say, wait a minute, he did all these people that worked for him dirty, 
because of that, you don't get to be this. Like, where's the checks and balance? Is it out the window with the uber rich? Yeah, it is. That's what it boils down to. It is. He was able to do things. He was able to pay off. You know, if, well, that's, if that's just it, right? If you were an I were in a situation where, uh, you know, a an affair with a porn star that I'm willing to have if anybody wants to call. That's a joke. Um, you no, know, but you know what I'm trying to say? If yeah. you had a job that was jeopardized by an affair with a porn star, you can't pay her off. No. You no. don't have $150,000 to give her to I shut her mouth. never will. Right? So... It, you'll never pay her or you don't have the money. She'll pay me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what's crazy to think you can get away with that. Like, how about, man? Or I sh- you just fly to your private island and live there forever. Like, there's, you know, hey, man, maybe I shouldn't run for president because all this dirt's going to come out. And I've been a fucking dirty, fucking bad dude for a long time. But he literally, literally just. No, that didn't happen. And it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Why does it not matter? But yes. And this is by. This Where's has been, the character? Why does been my things argument? not matter? I'll tell you why. Racism. They back the fucking motherfucking racist. You say who? The people that voted him in, I think, more than not, it's racism. Towards immigrants? Yeah. Old, I mean, they're pulling up the ladder, right? So it's white people in power, especially specifically old white people in power. But that trickles down to other white poor people in yeah, power that are, that are racist. Okay. I'm not saying everybody. You I used and to I think it way. was just like old people, but there's a younger racist generation that I was not aware 100%. of. 100%. And it's that, and and they make no mistake are probably more wealthy than uh, people of color, mm-hmm. and they don't want to lose their power, whatever power they have. They're trying to keep it white. It's fucking racism. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And with this caravan coming up from oh god Uruguay, oh, wherever it's from. God, did you see the ad? Did you I, see no, the ad? But John Oliver covered it. I didn't see it, but he covered it. And I don't know if you know this because you're not a football guy. It's past Sunday night. National everybody, television. Everybody rejected it, right? Except for like NBC. Yeah, Sunday night game, NBC. Middle of the game, Dan. They aired the ad. I was beside myself just because I thought that everybody said, yo, it was a little too much. It's it's just all factually inaccurate. It literally is. It's something out of 1984, the George Orwell novel. It li- I don't think I'm paraphrasing when I say this. It's like there's a caravan coming to invade us. And Trump said that in his speech too. Yeah. Invaders. Caravan coming to invade us. And only Donald Trump and the Republican Party can keep you safe. Democrats want them in. It's people like this. And then it cuts to a illegal immigrant who killed two police officers fucked up man. Totally not cool. Yep. A total psycho loser was on a drug bender and he said something like in trial, he said, man, I wish I would have killed more or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Evil bad dude, no doubt about it. But that evil bad dude has nothing to do with that caravan. No, the Honduras. It's completely different, completely different. He's from a different ethnicity, number one. Number two, he didn't come here in a caravan. He came here and he was released by Sheriff Joe Aprio Aprio. He was released by him. So that guy couldn't even, whatever it may be. Um, So it's just, it made me eerie watching it. I'm like, whoa, that just feels like propaganda. That doesn't feel like a factual, like, hey, we're going to stop immigration. So that caravan has no chance of getting into the country. Vote Republican. Okay. That's true. But this was like, they are coming to kill us. Look at this killer. Yeah. These people are coming and you will not be safe. If you like, you will not be safe if you don't. I'm like, it was heavy duty. Dispatching 5,000 troops to the border. And thank God people fucking went for it, dude. I mean, they got busy on social media. Like, they blew up. (laughs) Now I look like one of those social media Uber freaks. I, Dan, (laughs) I, from at Army of Freshmen on Twitter, even hit up at NBC and said, hey, I don't even remember what I said, but I said something to the effect of, like, man, Football's the one time I don't have to think about this kind of stuff. And the fact that you would use your platform to show literally propaganda that was factually inaccurate mm-hmm. is really disappointing, you know, and you've lost me as a viewer. Now, I'm sure I'll watch football on NBC next week. But <laughs> the cool thing is tons of people did that. I wasn't the only guy that did Correct. it. Like, like people were that incensed and they, I guess, issued an apology and said that they won't air it again. But damn, what were they thinking? Thinking Sunday night prime time. Somebody, somebody grin lit that. 
Somebody, yeah. And why? Somebody approved it. Why? Because they got paid. Yeah. It's all about the money. Money was cut to air that commercial on that thing. And somebody didn't look at the commercial or didn't put it in perspective. They they didn't have the constitution to say no to yeah. that money. No. And they make a fuckload of money on football commercials. This is not you and I trying to find a sponsor for the podcast. And like, Dan, I got bad news. Them Trump boys are going to give us 50K to sponsor the podcast because that would be tough. Right. Um, I'd take it and yeah. I'd trash talk them the entire yeah, time totally, until they wanted it back and say it was gone. Nah. We bought mics. <laughs> 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 Two of them. Yeah, Johnny Sweeven, give us a fake receipt. You know, um, but with that said, I paid off a hooker. You're talking about a billion dollar company. Yeah. You're fine. You didn't need that ad money. You didn't have to go. NBC down Universal that road. did not need that money. Yeah. <clears throat> Somebody took it. Yeah. And, and they ran the ad. And that goes back to money talks, you know? That's why you got, well, preaching to the choir here. Uh, you got to vote and you got to vote your, with your wallet, you know? Yeah. People do shit like that. That's why I don't need Chick-fil-A. I don't like what their president does. I, I'm not you offended. may want to try that chicken sometime, dog. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's not, it's not good enough to sway me. Hmm. Interesting. That's why I found out that the Jimmy John's guy is a fucking big game hunter. Don't eat there anymore. Me too. Got you on that one. Yeah, I, I, that. The idea that, unfortunately, I do occasionally eat there, but the idea that like my nine bucks for that sandwich, which is good, but it ain't that good. It's a tasty sandwich, but yeah. it ain't that good. I'll find somewhere else to eat. The fact that somehow something gets to him. Mm-hmm. The fact that just a quarter. It goes to his bottom line. A quarter. It makes him look better. Ends up, and when, and when he checks his B of A account, he's got, one, he's got a quarter of Chris J., and that sandwich. I'm just making that up, right? And the fact that he would take some of that money or has taken some of that money in the past to go on exotic trips to beautiful places and kill beautiful animals mm-hmm. that in many cases are endangered because that's what gets his rocks off. I don't want no, my I quarter want nothing to, do to with be that. part of that. Nothing to do and with it. It makes me even I just gotta stop going there because I do. I, I I would be a liar. I would be a Donald Trump if I said I never went to Jimmy John's. The problem is, as you well know, one opened up recently in Ventura and it happens to be a half a mile from my house. <laughs> and it's the quickest like if I'm going it's home right there. from an appointment, yeah. it's so easy to run in, you knock it out, the sandwich is good. I'm just being honest. I want to be. I need to be honest with myself because I'd be. I'd be pulling a Trump if I sat in here and said, "Fuck that! I don't go there. I don't go there as much as I would." But I need to cut it out completely. <laughs> I think I've been there one time since I found out. I need to cut it out completely. It's pretty disgusting. And I'm not, you know. And Jacqueline doesn't give a shit about uh, Chick Fil A and his the president's stance. She's like, "That chicken's delicious. I'm eating there." <laughs> I don't have a problem with Respect. that. <laughs> I, I don't care if no one else does that, but I'm not doing it. And I know I have no effect by myself. It's in mass that we have the biggest effect. But you know what? I'm doing it. But everybody's, everybody's so on their own Facebook page. Yeah. To that, that mass unity that, that, that works, that real change occurs when you take to the streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anything would be changed if one million people got around a Chick-fil-A. I'm just making that up. Big for do example. We actually have all the power. We just need to unite don't everybody. Use it though. Yeah, we don't. The closest we did to that was when Trump was elected and there were like protests all over America. That shit was awesome. That shit was badass. But it stopped. But, pro- but protests don't You and I called anything. that. You and I called it. We said a couple days those will be gone. And it was true. But that, that doesn't I love the enthusiasm and the fervor that was behind those things and I support it. But that doesn't bring about change. Mm. Those in and of themselves. Because change is two years later today, right? Mm. You can't. Wow, look at that full circle, Dan. Nice. <laughs> you can't get somebody out of office right after elected mm. with marches, but you can mobilize people to go to the polls and vote. It's just a shame we don't have like solid overthrows anymore. Like some good old fashioned revolutions. Like well, I'm I guarantee some- you that family would be the first one against. The- I'm not even going to say it because it's going to go on the internet. I'm quoting a book. Yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Wait, wait, don't come arrest me. Talking like like if the current administration was 150 years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Full on revolution in this country. Could have been. I'm, I, we're going back. That happened. Going back. Those things happened. Yeah, but a long time. Can't happen now. Can't do that. But I'm saying old school Civil War shit where there would be people that would literally be like, I ain't 
buying it. I'm not doing it. You know, I mean, like there would be people in masks because nobody had anything to do. All right, fucking goddamn government. I'm going to go get the gun and get the homies, start a militia, and then we'll yeah. start an army, and then we'll revolt. You get the Boston Revolution. Yeah. Civil War doesn't even happen in this day and age. A couple people bitch on Twitter, and then they go home and watch you Netflix. Know, you know why? This is what cracks me up about the Second Amendment nuts. And don't get me wrong. I support the Second Amendment. However... I do too. The argument there needs to be a big old asterisk on it. The arguments that people make for it, <laughs> like, well, I'm just you know can't have the government taking my guns because then they're going to take everything. So what are you going to do with you and your seven friends and your AR-15s when a fucking tank shows up? Because mm-hmm. the government's coming for your yeah. guns. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? They have tanks and they have jets. Yeah. You don't stand a chance. Yeah, exactly. None of you. Now, if you have a tank and a jet. I'll give you a fighting chance. But the idea that your submachine gun is going to take, it's like. You it cannot makes, escalate past what the American government has. That was a law the military. that was enacted long before weapons in their wildest dreams. In their wildest dreams. Yeah. Did any of the founding fathers think that a gun would be invented where you could walk into a building and murder 100 people in a matter of 30 seconds? You know what they would say? Fuck that. Like, nobody <laughs> needs that, you yeah. know? The, so it's the idea that you're trying to equate a flint lock rifle mm. that takes about fucking 30 minutes to fucking fire mm-hmm. and try and say that that's the same thing that Thomas Jefferson had in mind as an AR whatever. It's, it's, it's insanity. Damn. And, it, and it came from a time when, A, these revolutions happened. And B, the government was way, way, way smaller. It was 13 colonies that were united into the United States of America. And the threat of the government being shitty and overthrown. It had just happened. Was, it literally just happened. Go listen to Hamilton if you haven't. Uh, so, yeah, they had to have a provision to prevent that. Things are vastly different now. Things change. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. And you change laws when times change. Yeah. You create new laws. We got laws about the Internet. Those fucking laws didn't exist, right? So, Don't so even get me started. No, but think about that. Like the internet did not exist. This is one example of a thousand things, but the internet did not exist, so there were no laws against it. So, were the founding fathers like wrong to not make a law about something that they didn't know existed? Of not. Somebody would say, "Dude, it didn't exist. How could they make the law?" Same fucking thing with what happened to guns. Yeah, those guns existed, but those guns didn't exist. Right. So why can't we make laws about those guns? Yeah. Some motherfucker wants to run around with a flintlock rifle and shoot up a fucking, you know, uh, I don't know, a bank. If he even is lucky enough for the first bullet to hit the teller, very good chance the teller isn't killed because sometimes those things couldn't even go through the skin, right. to be completely honest with you. Secondly, they fucking had accuracy for fucking shit, right? And right. then as he sat there... And took probably, and this is something I know about. Tore open his little pouch with a ball and a bullet. Because I actually got a black powder pistol once and learned the whole process. It took me, I don't know if I was fucking cooking, Dan, a solid two minutes to get that thing ready to rock. Mm. Right? So, in that two-minute time, the bank teller can walk around the outside Punch you in the face. <laughs> punch you in the face, hit you with the bat, blast you with the taser, kick you in the balls, or everybody can rally around and start kicking the fuck out of you until the police arrive. Yep. As opposed to now, nah, it's that guy's right to have the ability to murder everybody in this bank. And as soon as you have a gun like that, you then have the ability to do that. Yeah, of course. You don't have the right to do it, but you have the right to have the weapon that can cause that. The, the, the second amendment isn't, the, the, the gun... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just nuts. It's like common fucking sense. I know. It's the worst. It's like, don't put your dick in the blender. Like. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> that was a game. But you know what I mean, yeah. right? Like, you, do, you don't just, you, do, you don't put your dick in a blender. Yeah. You don't do it. Because you're not a fucking moron. Because a moron would stick his dick in a blender. Yeah. So only a moron would argue that I have to have all this weaponry. Why? Say a moron or a Mormon? Because <laughs> Mormons have a lot of guns, too. Yeah, a lot of wives, too. They got that shit, right? Did they? <laughs> a lot of headaches, man. <laughs> you want more than one? Ooh, that's a good call. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched a couple episodes of that big love. That guy was in hell. 
hardcore bastard that was the actor in Big Love <laughs> yeah. was in so much hell even filming Big Love that he dropped dead. Fuck. So sad. Yeah. Well, Dan, fuck it. This whole episode was about the midterms. Dan, but we didn't even do results. And fuck results. Let's not say no, anything. We're not going to. Well, because we don't know what they we are. We don't know shit, right? No. So we're not going to do results. But we did talk about it. We vented about politics. We got to do it every once in a while. And why not on the mid night of mid-term the midterm election day? And it's I mean, it's a big deal here in the States. Everybody's right. talking about yeah. it. You know, it's huge. Also, the show kicked ass. Yeah. Well, no, we still, well, <laughs> we'll save that for the next, next episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was wonderful. It was phenomenal. We'll do a full, we'll do a full episode well, recap because yeah. there's a lot of things happened that night. There were a lot of interesting aspects. So many things happened that night. A lot of interesting aspects of the night to talk about. It wasn't just like, oh, it was a good show. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of cool stuff and planning and prep and people and oh my God, some of the people that came out, mind blowing. Yeah, crazy. Multiple stories of some of the old school fans that were there. Yep. I mean, and just the whole saga, it was, it was great. So it's a full, it's for a full podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, Dan, I, I'm spent, man. <laughs> you need that uh, that ice bag, from, uh, you know, for your nuts. Yeah. Vote J, man. <laughs> he will please you like he pleases himself. All right. What are you running for? I don't know. Would you ever do politics? No. Not for I, you. You know, I'm just. I don't feel like I'm not that I'm not smart enough, but I just don't care enough about the po- political system. Like I want to affect change, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I mean, I got Spider-Man in there. I need to play like <laughs> priorities, you know? Yeah. I feel like in some ways I feel like it, I would even consider it on like a local level, but I would, it sounds terrible, but I'd want a lot of money to be able to get, I, I just don't believe that the grassroots, you know, thing really works much anymore i feel like i would really have to have a uh i don't know like a financial backing to really get the whatever my message mm-hmm. was appropriately out there you yeah. see the guys that try to do the small super grassroots campaigns it's impossible they almost always every once in a while somebody rises through and i love that and i think that's awesome even in a weird sense on a political on, on the presidential stage barack obama is probably the closest we had to that now he was being groomed i mean he was a senator Yes, but his rise to being a sen- like nobody thought he would be president of the United States at when he did. It wasn't very likely. Okay, I'll give you that. But um but just to really make sure everybody finds out about you and knows what you mean, you have to be able to outspend some of these goddamn bastards yep. even on a local level. You and I see it with the little placards in people's yards. You see the person that spent money and then you see the candidate that didn't. I had somebody you know? come by on Sunday, knocked on my door and handed me a card and said, Hey, can you vote for this person for the college district? They do this, this like somebody was campaigning for him. It's awesome. Great. Still believe it works. I mean, it has to, because if it does, like, you can't give up hope on those things. Voting is still the right thing to do. Oh, but, absolutely. I mean, you still believe, I guess, do you, Dan Clark, believe that the d- democratic process works? Or has it been bought, sold, and betrayed? Uh, I'm, I'm 70-30 on 30% it works. 70% it's bought, sold. <laughs> I think but, I'm 60-40. 60, 60-40? Yeah. All right. Talk to me next week after yeah. the midterms. It's uh, it's a complicated, you know, it takes a lot of money, like we just talked about. And it, it you can make it work. It can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Obama did a really, really good job of campaigning. And, it, you know, Hillary tried to. And even though I wasn't thrilled with Hillary as a candidate, like she's what we had. I voted for her last presidential election. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'd vote for her again, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd love Elizabeth Warren to run. But that is all grassroots. And I I was a never Trumper. Like, literally. Uh, well, I still am. Like, if they got rid of Hillary and gave me another Republican, that's my boy. You know, it had nothing to do with what yeah. name was after it. It was just I yeah, really. Except that the name after Trump is Pence right now so he's not great either yeah but i'll take him over trump honestly i'll virtually take anybody over trump i really have that i i I dis i respect him so little i like him so little i find him to be so dangerous on a lot of different levels i mean it's just as bad as it gets for me and he's he's a terrible human for who i am and what i value and what i like and what i respect in a person and a politician for Mm -hmm. that matter because I don't think sometimes personalities and who people are factor in enough. You know, I think it means something, man. Character means something like how you've lived your life and what you've done says a lot about you. It's not what you say. It's what you do and what you've done. So, you know, but I think that the flip side of that of that is that the people that voted for him maybe don't like what he's done, but they like what he represents. Mm. Buck the system. He's a third party. He's basically an outside candidate who's not part of the political process. You just found 
the one thing nope. that maybe I like about him. <laughs> Be careful what is, you ask for. Yeah, but you may you like you, we're looking for one thing. He really did say I'm doing it my way. He really 100 percent thought he was going to win. He did not play by the rules, which was kind of cool. Which was kind of cool. Even the Republican rules. I mean, no, he forced them, them to get on board with him. He literally said, fuck you. I'll run by myself. Yeah. I'm kicking ass. And at one point, they all buckled down and said, this is our dude. Fuck. Yeah. And what does that say? Yeah. Yeah. That was their dude. Yeah. A lot of those guys in those debates, they should have went right after him. And I know they regret it. They've even said in hindsight, they kind of just thought he was a bit of the wild, rambling joke and people wouldn't take him seriously. Everybody thought it was Jeb a joke. Bush, he fucked Jeb Bush up. Yeah. Jeb Bush, by all accounts, is actually a fairly good dude from everything that I've read about him. Like, mm. listen, I'm not saying he's the nah. I'm not saying he's the guy, but when Trump was ripping him up, fuck that, man. You know what I mean? Like, you know. But then again, you don't want to argue with an idiot. It's that old Jay-Z yep. wise man said, don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who's who. Yep. Donald Trump learned if you argue loudest, there's going to be a segment of the population that agrees with you. It's P.T. Barnum, dude. And he, yeah, absolutely. And he's also good at it. He's good at off-the-cuff bullshitting and shit talk. You think so he you, is? You get Do you th- I don't even think he's that clever when he goes no, after No, he's not Pete. clever, but he's ruthless. Yeah. And so if you're going to try and have a debate with him or argue with him, he's just going to pull all the punches and just go right for the fucking gut in the nuts. Dan, and you're going to up- on camera talking about how he grabs women by the pussy and he kisses them. Without their permission. Yep. And they love it. Not a, not a, that's not a deal breaker. It's, it, Think it was, about that. You and I said on this podcast, that's the deal breaker. There it is. Finally. Made fun of. Um, made f- how? How did he ever. How does any woman on earth vote for that? How does any woman on earth vote for that? Well, if well, you're one of them, let he's us He's not know. the right political party. Fucking Hillary Clinton's a lying bitch. But that's your alternative? Have a man walk into your home and grab you by the pussy and stick his tongue down your throat without your permission and see if you vote for him. Yeah. So it was okay for that to happen to somebody else. But because it didn't happen to you, I can live with it. I hate Hillary so much I can live with it. It's a shame. I just, I I mean, Sears is crazy. That's not the, that's not the American that I am. There's a real good joke there. I don't have it, but the idea of like, you know, <laughs> you know, the, the, like you know, joking there somewhere. There's two types of Americans. The ones that go around and grab pussies and the ones that don't. <laughs> and me. <laughs> <laughs> Could you run off like Dan Clark? I've never grabbed anyone by their pussy. No, but there was a <laughs> there was a center a candidate for Senate. I've never I never sen- gotten any pussy. No, it was Ever. she was like, "Who do you trust?" And maybe it was like state senate. What candidate do you trust to not send you pictures of their penis? The one without a penis, probably, because it was a woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that was her campaign ad. Ah, God. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Not, not we always descended into madness, Dan. I know. But hey, we're still here. That is the important thing. Yeah. I mean, the pendulum will swing back. Yeah. Always does. Always does. Always does. Oh, geez. Well, hey, um, it's good venting, though. It's kind of nice to get that out. Yeah. I don't get to get fired up about politics a whole lot. And you and I are not experts by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> oh, God, no. We obviously have a, we're very opinionated on it, but we don't follow it. We're not political junkies. And I think no. both of you and I were probably actually more engaged when that election was happening than now, because you have to you, you really in this country, I think right now, unless you're into what's occurring, you got to kind of sign off. My thing used to be years ago, I'd wake up and turn on CNN. What's happening in the world or MSNBC or even Fox News? Like, what's going on? Before yeah. I wake up, what's up? I don't now do. I, I don't want to know what's up. I don't want to know what's up. Yeah. It's just like. Also, I hate the news media. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's shitty. Like, I need the stories. But I don't watch major news networks, CNN, NBC, maybe sometimes Al Jazeera, but that's it. <laughs> Seriously, they're, they do, hey, J-plus is good news. Yeah. BBC. BBC, NBR. Yeah. BBC is nice because you actually find out that there's other countries in the world. Yeah, you get a, an actual perspective instead like, of whatever they're forced to You hear about horrible things that happen in like bizarre third world countries and you're like, fuck, man. Yeah. And that's another thing. It's just like, you know, America is amazing. But to put your head in the sand and not say that we're, we're we're terribly flawed in multiple aspects, you always want to make something better, yeah. right? It's it's not like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Make it better if you can. Mm-hmm. And I think there's too many people that have just 
It's America. Love it or leave it. Fuck that. that. No, that's not the slogan. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Slogan's land of the free. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Exactly. But some people probably, like, they probably want that on the dollar bill. You could put that shit to vote. You could. Well, you could in California. United States of America. Love it or leave it. Like, <laughs> right on the bill, you know? Well, I mean, it's not like they haven't changed what's on the bill in the past. I mean, it never used to say um, e pluribus unum. Or no, no, what did it not used to say? Mm. One nation under God. Well, and that certainly was not in the Pledge of Allegiance until the 50s. Yeah. So. That's a weird thing, too. It is. Well, the Pledge of Allegiance is kind of a weird thing now in general. Yeah. But. Yeah, that is weird. Thinking about like being a little, forcing little kids to learn that. And you have to be, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and for the republic for which it stands. How's the rest of it going? One nation. One nation under God. Which was added. That wasn't originally okay. part of it. One nation under God. What's the rest of it? Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. But that's, I like the liberty and justice for all. That's nice. That's a li- I mean, I understand needing to uh, be patriotic and have your youth realize that that's also a thing they need to do. But it's a little bit borderline-y for me on indoctrination. It's pretty brainwashy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, especially when you have to do it every day in class. And as a when I was working at a school district... I would happen to be in classrooms when they were doing the Pledge of Allegiance, and I'd usually duck out to make sure I wasn't in there because I don't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, and I don't say it because I think being forced to say it is bullshit, and that's not what America stands for at all. So I never did it unless I was in a classroom. I could see something a little more structured, like like I pledge allegiance to the J-Man and his Toyota Camry. May it not break down. Like every day around the United <laughs> States. Nobody knows who the J-Man is, but everyone's rooting that that Camry doesn't break down. I'd do that even if it wasn't somebody I didn't know. If it was like, I pledge allegiance to Steve Smith. Let's hope his toy, like every day, a new person, you know. The American dad kid. Yeah. That'd be great. Pledge allegiance to Steve Smith. Let's hope his Prius. Let's hope his Prius does well on gas today. You know, you could just have you could have a random. They got the census information, right? Everybody like, gets a day. Yeah, so they just randomly pick a name it's and like a car. A, it's like a lottery. Yeah, and every student across the United States gets the. You know, wh- what do you want? What do you want to be? I pledge allegiance to Malcolm Jamal Warner for the Cosby Show. Like that's his day. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and we thank him for the Cosby Show. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. But what if somebody weird got in there? Like, well, it would be bound to happen. Yeah. I pledge allegiance to Jeffrey Dahmer. Let's hope he doesn't eat any more people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope he stays dead. Did you see that Whitey Bulger guy got killed in prison? I did. That's fucked up, dude. Did you hear how he got killed? I did. Oh, fuck! Did you see, did you see Black Mass, the movie I, they no, made about No, but it made me life? want to watch it. It ain't great. Uh, it ain't great. Johnny Depp's good, but the movie's just a little flat, but pretty wild story, dude. How he was protected crazy. by the FBI and his brother was like a high-level congressman and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. This all this was all in the story that I read after he died. I was like, oh, Jesus. how long he was on the run, too. 15 years. Did, how, how can he be in the United States in this day and age? I'm not it sure he was almost, in the United States the whole time. That's true. It's it's unbelievable. He's found in Santa Monica. I know. Dan, Santa Monica. That's down the road, you basically. Know, you know where you, like, you run off to? You run off to like some small town in Wyoming. And you get a little cabin up in the mountains. No, you run off to fucking Belize. Like, yeah, you get you get you lost. Go. You get lost. I don't think on the lamb means like Santa Monica. I, he was there. Well, we don't know how long he was there, but he was there a long time. Wild. But yeah, he was beaten to death with locks that were stuffed in socks. Yeah, and they tried to gouge his eyes out, and they tried to cut his tongue out. It was not good. Eighty-nine years old. Well, and not much of a defense. Oh, fuck him. I mean, he murdered all sorts of people. Murdered, he was people. murdered or responsible was responsible for the murder of 20 Horrible people. person. Horrible person. That's how he should go. I mean, could have been sooner. Yeah, true. 89. Well, and, and the speculation when he was transferred to a jail that one of his um, people that he informed on to. Yeah, because he was informing on the Italian mob. Yeah. And that was was in prison with him, or when he got transferred there. So there's a whole controversy about why he was transferred, and yeah, people were warned against it. And yeah. Do you, do you think? Do you think they kind of just don't give a fuck at that point? Like solitary confinement. Go fuck yourself. You're a piece of shit. You killed a bunch of people. Good luck. You think a lot of those guys kind of? I'm not saying lock them up and throw away the key, but they don't care if they mingle with a bad dude. I mean, I would care if, if they were supposed to be in solitary and they weren't. But no, I don't think they do. Um, Can you imagine getting hit? In the head with a lock and a sock repeatedly. That sounds like it really hurts. 
Well, he probably didn't last long. You know how you can think of like bad things that would hurt, but then some things that you think about hurt a lot more? Like putting your dick in a blender? <laughs> oh, that would hurt. It would I hurt didn't, a lot. <laughs> I honestly didn't think of the implications, the aftermath of the dick in the blender. <laughs> Wasn't that the Eve 6 song? Put my dick in a blender. Pretty close. It's hard in a blender, but you know, same same oh. difference. Would have been epic if that's what the original lyric. <laughs> Put my dick in a blender. I bet it was. I bet at one practice he was like, <laughs> dick in a blender. Like, oh, all the time, you know. <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> I, I can't. Got nothing. I got nothing. Um, Dan? Yeah. Something I want to mention real quick before we leave. Very important. I found out about this about two days ago, and I want to know if you know about it. I think I'm the last guy to the party. Did you know Marvel did a live action, not live, did a podcast. It's not a podcast. It's an old school radio serial about Wolverine called Wolverine the Long Night. No, I had no idea. Damn, it's epic. <clears throat> Is it? It's actors. It's like listening to a radio. When was it, when was it made? A couple months ago. Oh, so it wasn't it's like fan- actually radio. It's, it's fantastic. Just- okay. <clears throat> Listen to it as a podcast for free. Wow. And it's called Wolverine the Long Night. And literally, it's like a story just like you'd listen to an old radio serial like huh. it's literally and i guess it was so well received that they're doing a season two i listened to the first episode last night when i was getting ready to go to bed i was riveted man. really you got to check it out now will you, will you listen to the first episode for me it's 30 minutes it's not even an hour yeah i can do 30 minutes give me 30 minutes let me know what you think all right shoot me a text i was into it especially if like you headphone it not walking around doing stuff i i, I guess i was in the right environment lights off Eyes shut, headphones on. So you were 100% just, focused just on Just listening to it. It's cool. It's cool to hear like an old radio serial like that. You don't hear that anymore. You hear podcasts where stories are told. But to hear the sound effects and to hear like how it used to be mm. like when before TV. Really fascinating. Could be a new thing. Could get hot Could again. Could be a new old thing. Could you ima- A new old thing. Could you imagine if that got hot and everybody was listening to Basically, I mean, I radio broadcasts are, of, of other people are doing that format. I guess it's what an audio book is in a sense. Yeah, but it's a little different. It's actors doing the voices, so it's not just well, one. Some audio books are book. like that. Yeah. Where they have ensemble casts and stuff. Hmm. It's like I mean, I used to listen to World of Worlds all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. The Orson Welles World uh-huh. of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. I had it on tape. His broadcast of it. No, I guess it was a recreation. It was like a like a. You're talking about the H.G. Wells War of the Worlds. Yeah, probably. Uh, you're a fucking nerd. So? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's awesome, by the way. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, it would be sweet if we walked out when this podcast was over and literally like your whole neighborhood's in fire and people running down the street and like you get and out, I are like, you and I are like, what happened? Right. And then somebody's like, it's a revolution like 150 years ago. There's been an <laughs> uprising. <laughs> You publish it right away. Run back in and just publish the podcast. Print. <laughs> we call that shit. <laughs> You're, well, it's on Facebook. <laughs> I hope they don't overthrow us. Yeah, well, uh, Facebook is going to get overthrown before they overthrow anybody. <laughs> They're killing all the guys in their early 40s that are Jews or look like them. <laughs> no! <laughs> shit! <laughs> oh, Dan. All right, Jay, man. Uh, always good to see you. I'll see you next week, and we'll talk about the show. Fuck yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for, for listening. Yes, thank you for putting up with us this week. Yeah. Our political rants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have some fun stuff next week. Check yeah. us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Fresh Talk Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Bossa Nova tonight, huh? What? No Bossa Nova tonight. Oh, I forgot. Sorry.